Hello, and welcome back to the Irish Tennis Updates podcast. My name's Adam, your host. This episode is a review of the recent Irish Davis Cup tie that took place in Limerick versus Austria. The tie resulted in a 4-0 loss for the Irish team against a very strong Austrian team. I think overall, there's a huge number of positives to take from the, the weekend, and as you'll see throughout this episode. So I've been chatting with Sam Barry, who was in Limerick for the weekend. He was commentating uh, for Premier Sports, which was showing the, the complete tie live on TV within Ireland, which is a really great thing to see for, for Irish tennis. I was down in Limerick over the, the weekend, and I was lucky enough to be able to attend some of the press conferences with the players. So throughout the chat with Sam, I've added some audio from chats I got to have with Michael Agui, Team Offner, and Jürgen Meltzer, who's the captain of the Austrian team. So excited to be able to add those in throughout the chat uh, as you listen to Sam. So let's get into it. And I began by asking Sam for his overall impressions from the weekend. Unbelievably impressive. I got such a buzz out of being there, being back around Irish tennis and just seeing it in kind of, seeing what it can be, I guess, um, just with so many fans yeah. out watching watching the lads. But I just think, like, before we get stuck into the matches, I just think the event as a whole was amazing. Seeing 2,500 yeah. people yeah. out in, in, in UL watching world-class tennis was uh was was brilliant you know i've been around irish tennis for not as much at the moment but for like for a good 20 years of my life i was kind of yeah i don't yeah. know there was a home davis cup tie that i missed be it as a spectator or a, or a player or or whatever just all the way for for so many years and that was head and shoulders above anything else i've seen in in ireland in terms of like a tennis yeah, yeah. event yeah. um so i think everyone who was involved in putting that on did an amazing job and uh and yeah it was just it was just so impressive and as well like kind of cool yeah. for me as well being from limerick um yeah. ul sports arena is has a bit of history there like katie taylor andy yeah, lee yeah. they've both fought there yeah. once rugby are based out there Ger hartman's is a pretty well-renowned uh, sports physio like he's had paula radcliffe usain Bolt, david beckham all these people going yeah. into his clinic there in ul over the years so it's uh it's kind of fairly fairly well steeped in in kind of sport and pedigree in Ireland, so uh, so that was just cool oh, on a on a on a personal note, yeah. So I thought that the, the, yeah, the was amazing. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think any any questions people might have had about that decision, I think was yeah. were more than answered. Right? Like, I mean, the the capacity there was was massive. Obviously, it was a sellout, and then the people showed up, and it was you know the atmosphere was unbelievable. And now in terms of a capacity, like it's so much bigger than you're getting in a a Fitz or David Lloyd or whatever for, for that Limerick venue. I think so, and I and I recognised like uh, a lot of people I know from Limerick that were at it that aren't your your classic. They're, they're sports fans, but they're not your classic tennis yeah. fan. And I think yeah. you know there was a huge amount of new people that went and went and uh, that that maybe had never been to Davis Cup tie before, and as well, I think that like granted Dominic Team would have sold a lot of the tickets just that name. People coming to see him because yeah. he's a Grand yeah. Slam champion. But I think the lads did themselves really proud over the weekend, particularly. Uh, like Michael Agui did such a good job of like getting the crowd involved and and uh, and his match against team was like really tight like he, the team, yeah, yeah. team was like was definitely there for the taking and I think he will have definitely you know kind of gathered a few fans or people from the sporting public in Ireland oh, yeah. that wouldn't have heard of him before that that when yeah. they do go back when we do next get a home tie if Michael Agui's involved I'd certainly <laughs> hope that a lot of those people that came to see him play last weekend would show up and buy tickets again. I think that will be the case because he seemed to, you know, he seemed to definitely get the crowd on on side, as you'd expect for any home tie, like the home team are going to have the crowd on side. But I think he in particular kind of sparked something and, and, uh, you know, as like, that's not trying to take away from, from Oscar, Dave or Connor, far from it. But I just think that like, 
given he was playing against a big name and really made a match of it and, yeah. and arguably should have won that second well, set, I think. And the way he played yeah, as yeah. well, I think, was was pretty awesome to see for, for such a young guy. So, yeah. Yeah. so uh, hopefully fans will come back and, and watch him and all the lads the next time there's a, there's a Davis Cup tie. Yeah. And, you know, why not have it in Limerick again? No, absolutely. And I mean, as you said, until last year, he made his debut for Ireland. Probably a lot of people hadn't heard of him. So, I mean, this is probably yeah. a big moment because, as you said, he was probably, you know, from Irish point of view, probably was was the star of the weekend, you'd, you'd say. Um, you know, tennis-wise, obviously playing those those two great matches. So, yeah, no, great to get kind of introduced to him properly. And, and well, I mean, I think I think he's going to have a big year. Like, he is, I think he's a lot of potential. Like, Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, his... He's got. I don't know too much. I don't know Michael personally. I met him over the weekend, but I don't. I don't know him personally. But yeah, yeah. certainly from what I saw, I mean, the raw materials are there to go on and be a great player. Like great serve, really clean strokes from from the from the back. Both sides are pretty solid. Can generate huge yeah. amount of pace yeah. when the ball's above his shoulder. So he's no problem like being aggressive, um, which is what you need to be to kind of be in any way penetrating on the men's tour. You have to be able to clean up kind of short balls and anytime you get a, get a chance to attack, you have to be able to take advantage of it. And he was able to do that really, really well over the weekend. And he moves great too. So I think, you know, I don't know what his coaching setup is, but yeah, yeah. if he does have a have a good coach and has good people around him, maybe to just kind of teach him a bit more the, the softer skills, uh, tactically as well, I think he can come on quite a bit. But overall, there's the, the fruits there for him to go on and be a be a great player. And, and you know, hopefully, hopefully he can push up the rankings this year. Definitely, definitely, and I guess even on that first match, we were we were saying there. I mean, match with team, like it, it was a super time match. I mean, team at, at times, you know, was 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 fantastic. You know, some some great backhands down the line, like it's you know signature shot, I guess for for him. And then then a lot of moments, he was he was more shaky, right? He was you know he was didn't look super high in confidence, which which uh, which we know, right, from from watching him kind of on tour the last year yeah. or two. But um, I guess he kind of tight moments. He had you know the experience shows. I suppose that's probably the takeaway. But I mean, that match was 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 really really close. De- definitely, I think I think. Michael probably, I mean, he did so well to break back twice. I think there were, I think he, yeah, yeah. he did really well to stay composed. It's easy. It, it can be easy sometimes if you're playing against someone who's that much higher ranked and who has yeah. a bit of an aura about themselves when they get ahead to almost feel like it's, it's even harder to get, to get back into it. Not that you wouldn't fight as hard, but it's easier. It's almost, you, you kind of expect them to put the foot down a little bit and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and to start to run away with it. And I think Michael did a really good job initially, both times when he was broken. He he played good, solid return games the next game. Didn't have to do anything special. Team clearly lacking a bit of confidence, playing yeah. shaky games as soon as he was up. But Michael yeah. stayed there. He stayed in, he he kind of didn't look like he was at all panicked when he when he went to break down twice in the first set and thoroughly deserved to be to be there in a breaker. And all things considered, could have won it, you know? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But but not to be, I think just a bit, bit of experience there as well. Tactically, maybe he didn't play those points as well as he had some yeah. of the other points in the, in the set yeah. leading up to it. Maybe, it's, maybe, maybe kind of, you know, it, it's very easy in a tennis match to be kind of uncomfortable with the ball in play in big moments. You know, nerves are a bit higher. But look, that's only normal. He's 21. He's probably never played in front of a stadium that size and that packed. And he's definitely never played against someone who's, who's that good you know and the 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 cameras are on he's in the team environment it's a big match like that experience will stand to him but i think the standout thing definitely was team you know just put the ball in the court on those on those bigger points and was a bit more comfortable except in a rally that maybe michael wasn't but but overall he showed a huge amount of kind of 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 firstly great tennis but secondly kind of good you know 
it's not easy to go out there as well and just perform like against someone who's won grand slams against a bit in in front of a big crowd like that i mean it's a completely new experience so the fact that he went out and probably played above himself and was you know was able to get into it early and was able to be relaxed i think that's a that's a huge kind of sign that this guy has something and that he's you know there's definitely you know there's definitely a a kind of a self-belief and an inner confidence there in, in his game that he's able to just go out in a completely new environment and 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 to show the best of himself so although he didn't he didn't you know, maybe get it done in the biggest moments of the matches. That will come with experience, and uh, yeah. and I think overall, you know, second set then as well. Like again, the start of sets are huge. You know, especially for momentum when you've lost the first one. Maybe lacked a bit of experience there as well. Probably didn't play his best service game. Yeah, get yeah. broken, and all of a sudden team is up pretty quickly, and it feels like that second set can go a bit quicker. I know he's he stayed he stayed in it and ended up being six three, but but um, it kind of looked like after a set and a break maybe. You know, it was going to be really hard to get back yeah. from there. So, yeah, but, just, yeah, yeah. but aside from that, you know, just a little bit of bits of experience there. End of the first, start of the second, which really was where the match was won and lost. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, he showed so much kind of mental resolve and 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 game to be to be there in the first place. So yeah, very, no, I'd, very yeah, no, I thought the exact same. And just before we come on to discuss the second match. Here's some audio that I got to record with Dominic Team getting his thoughts on, on the match. And firstly, some thoughts from Michael Agui. And I began by asking Michael uh, how much confidence a match and a performance like that gives him looking ahead to the rest of the year. Yeah, I got some huge like confidence, but still I have the feeling like the tie is not, not over. Yeah. That's the first thing. And also... I'm still only like 900 in the world. There's like, like if I, I if I like go with a um, um, huge confidence to like another tournament and lose like in the first or second round, um, or even in the qualies if I need to play the qualies, then it will be a like a big upset against me. Like, um, so basically I will stay like calm and. Um, yeah, job is not finished. How much of a help would you say the crowd was today to help get you into the maps maybe earlier? Yeah, the crowd was like amazing actually. It helped me a lot, of course. Um, and without it, it would be like, um, yeah, could be more like clear for the team today. And um, yeah. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Hey guys, uh, well, well today. Uh, Dominic, just a question. You know, you've played a lot of places around the world. How does um, Ireland? Is this your first time in, in Ireland? Yeah, it's my first time in Ireland, and uh, it was really nice. You know, already when we when we came in, with the team, uh, got really loud, and um, the, the the arena is nice. You know, it was packed. It's always yeah. really nice to play in packed places. And doesn't really matter how many spectators are um, are going inside the arena uh, at the end, but. If it's packed, it's really nice, and uh, so today was a great atmosphere. Yeah, and for your match, how do you feel it went? I know that first set was tight, saves and set points. How do you feel about the match overall? Yeah, exactly. First man, uh, first set was tight. Um, if uh, if you're like the clear favorite, it's it's it, it. Firstly, it went how it should go. You know, the match. I I made a like an early break, but then. 
played a really bad game and then <clears throat> I think um, Michael as the underdog started to believe a little bit more and then the first set got really tight I was not able to serve out the set the second time and luckily got it in tiebreak and the second set was solid but yeah of course I'm I'm relieved that, that I won it in, in two sets at the end. And now back to the chat with Sam. Um, and, and just uh, uh, moving on just a little bit on that, on that second match of, of Oscar against uh, Offner. Um, I guess probably overall as a match a little bit less jeopardy. Um, I mean it was four and four, you know, good good scoreline, but one break in each set, and, and Offner never really looked troubled on serve. I think he was pretty pretty comfortable for most of the match. Um, Oscar had some some good moments, but I think overall it was it was a little, little bit more of a, a kind of straightforward match for from Oscar's point of view. Yeah, I mean, I, I think when you're like he served amazing. Like I'm yeah. not, oh, I, yeah. I'm not watching as much. Ten, I'm definitely not playing. I, I, I don't hit as much anymore. But, but I'm not watching either as much high level tennis as, as I used to. But I was kind of blown away by how well Offner served. I remember I was trying oh, yeah. to figure it out yeah. while I was watching the match. I was like, did guys used to serve yeah. this well and this big five and six years ago when I was yeah. watching tennis all the time? So. Like his his first two shots in the rally were just so clinical, especially yeah, on serve. Serve yeah. and first ball were were amazing. Um, he missed big sometimes, but he made way more than he missed. Yeah. Um, never gave Oscar a rhythm on 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 when Oscar was returning. Like he seemed to be able yeah. to just hit I'm all the spots. Yeah. Um, consistently and second serve was he was mixing that up as well. So even when Oscar yeah. did have a kind of a look at maybe a you know fifteen all point, he got a second yeah, yeah. serve once or twice. His second serve was coming into a different a different spot or you know a different spin on it either a kick or a slice or he go the fast one into the body he kind of had it all so very difficult when you're Oscar probably not used to playing against someone who serves that well and has that much variation to to really be able to take your chance when you do kind of get half a chance I'm kind of telling a little bit as well like Oscar had his first break for only break points in the match in that yeah. first game yeah, probably yeah. when Oscar hasn't settled down yet and looking back. You know, who knows, maybe if Oscar had broke there, he would have been able to put a bit more pressure on him. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think Offner was incredibly impressive, even though there wasn't that much as a, if you were a fan watching that match, there wasn't as much to get your teeth into because there wasn't yeah. as many rallies. Yeah. But I think to the trained eye and to someone who follows tennis, I think they'd have been very impressed with just how clinical he was on serve and how little rhythm he gave Oscar on uh, when Oscar was serving as well. Anytime he got a chance to play big or to or to, to go for a winner or he, he, he was doing it, you know? So it yeah. almost feels like, I'd imagine if you were Oscar, it almost feels like you're kind of not in the match sometimes, even yeah. though it's so close, but that's Offner. Oscar, I think did again, really, really well. Like it would have been, a, it would have been a big day for him in his career, yeah, you know, yeah. playing a home Davis cup tie. He wouldn't have had yeah. that before. I know yeah. he had a huge amount of family and friends around. And again, to go out there and to play really well, to show the best of himself, <laughs> to, to be, to express himself and, it's very easy to be within yourself in those moments. And I don't think he was at all. I think he was kind yeah. of he was out there to play, out there to go for it. He did do that. And look, last four and four against one of the best 30 or 40 players in the world. There's absolutely no yeah. disgrace in that. No. I think he should be very proud of his 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 effort and, and played some really good tennis too. No, absolutely. And I guess, yeah, you just do see that kind of jump up in level of, of someone who is top 50. I mean, he's top 40 in the world. So you, you see that. And, and, and yeah, it was, it was a good match. And, and after it was so solid off the ground, I think that was, was the timing of his his backhand in particular, like just kind of every, every time was just in that sweet spot. It was 
just a good, yeah. you know, unbelievable sound off the ball. I think you, you see the you see the difference difference in level. But as you say, Oscar, yeah, he he played a great match as well and struggled to get into it. It was you know it wasn't made easy for him, but he he definitely gave it a, a really good go. No, I was just gonna say like yeah. I know I don't want to harp on about it again, but like there would have been major butterflies or I don't know. I, yeah. I, I'm I was in their shoes and I can speak. If it was <laughs> yeah. me, there would have been major yeah, butterflies yeah. that morning, and it would have been yeah. you know some days like. It's almost like when I used to be playing tennis, I'd know it's a match day in my stomach this, as soon as I woke up yeah, just yeah, because yeah. there's those extra bit of nerves. And that's the same for almost everyone you, you speak to. So I'm going to presume Oscar was the same, you know, and, and this then kind of, you can probably multiply that by two or three, just with the fact that, you know, there's, there's TV cameras, there's a big, there's a, there's a big crowd. He's playing in front of his parents who I know are very, you have played a huge role in his career as well. And that all adds just little different bits of pressure. So I think he deserves a huge amount of credit to have, even though he didn't win the match. I mean, it's a tall order, right? For anyone yeah, in the world, yeah, yeah. Sebastian Oftener, indoors on a hard court, like no matter who you are, is, yeah. is that's yeah. a great win. But I think the fact that Oscar went out and, and was able to handle the day well and go out and perform really well, I think yeah. that takes that takes a serious amount of courage on the day. And 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 uh, he should take a lot of confidence in the fact that he can go out there on a big, big stage. And although... He didn't. He didn't win. He he showed the best of himself, and I think I think it shouldn't be underestimated how, you know, how easy it is to go out there and let a day like that kind of pass you by, um, yeah. especially when it's your first time. Obviously, no one will go out there to to be average, but it's very easy when you don't have experience in those bigger courts or bigger stages to kind of to be a bit uncomfortable by it, and for it to, to take you a few goes to settle in and really play your best stuff out there. Yeah. So the fact that he was able to do it on his first day, kind of when there was. You know, big big pressure is uh is you know something he deserves a lot of credit for. Absolutely. And now let's get some thoughts on the match from Sebastian Offner. And then after that, we also get to hear a little bit from Captain Jurgen Meltzer about the experience in Ireland so far. Yeah. And um, Sebastian, uh, what was very nice, very comfortable performance. How do you feel about the match? Uh, I think it was a very, very solid match. Like I had one break each set, and I had the feeling okay. Um, I'm feeling very comfortable on the serve, on my service games, so I tried a little bit more on his return, uh, on his ser service games. So, but I felt pretty, pretty comfortable and was uh, played after the first service game of the match. I think my service games were pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, it looked like that. Um, how did you find playing in, in Ireland for the first time? Uh, very nice. Like the crowd, the atmosphere is is amazing. Uh, I really enjoyed it, even though it was for uh, for the other team. But still, if the atmosphere is is like that, it's very nice to to be in the quad. Yeah, and, and Jurgen, have you got while you're here? Do you had any chance to explore around Ireland at all, or around Liverpool the last few days? Well, we have been in the in the city for for lunch and dinner twice, but um, yeah. in the end, you come here to play tennis and to prepare, and you know the days are long, especially for the captain. So we haven't had much chance to to sightsee but maybe on Monday we get some sightseeing and once again let's return to the chat with Sam Barry to discuss day two and, and maybe then if we, we move on to, to day two so obviously 2-0 to, to Austria going into day two starting off with doubles um, again looking at a really strong doubles team that are regular partners together and are ranked top 40 in the world so you know playing the slams playing all those tournaments you know just so, so used, a well-oiled machine I guess you'd say for those guys and against obviously Dave and, and Connor coming out uh, to play those guys um, I guess if you're looking at that match, first set um, kind of felt, slipped away, I suppose. They didn't kind of struggle to get into it. Then second set, it's super. I thought they did really, really well to just stick in that second set. It was like they were kind of under pressure all the time. 
they did so well to you know hold serve six times, take it to that tie break. Obviously, a little bit like Michael then had a chance in the tie break. They kind of were up, had, uh, had I guess a half chance to 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 sneak it, and the big points kind of didn't didn't go Ireland's way. But I think it was super impressive from from Dave and Connor to to really make that a competitive match, and the crowd were were definitely definitely getting into that match in that second set. It was pretty un- unbelievable kind of noise and atmosphere. I think in that match in particular, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. Like I mean, it, it's again, it's a it's a tall order for. I mean, Connor, firstly on his home debut, I, 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 I don't think he played his best right at the start of the match, but yeah, I do think yeah. he settled down and got into it. But again, to be expected, right? But I think for Dave, like Dave is probably, I don't know, you could probably count on one or two hands how many people know the doubles game in the right. world better than Dave. He's yeah. literally sitting in the room giving, you know, team talks and pep talks before Grand Slam finals and Master Series finals like and he's yeah. studying his job is studying basically the best doubles team and teams in the world and figuring out how, how to beat them and he's doing an unbelievable job coaching Salisbury and Ram and I know he's jumping in in, in, in practice with them as well and he's yeah, yeah. still in great shape so he's more than capable physically to play a match like that but to go in completely cold in terms of match practice even though I believe he's definitely the right person to be out there on the court, like no doubt about it. Yeah. Him and whoever else he sees out of the team is the, you know, is his best partner. I think because of his doubles intellect, there's no doubt about it. He should he should have been out there yeah, because yeah. he'll see the game probably quicker and better than everyone else. But for him, it's a really tall order to go out just cold, like I said, not a huge amount of match practice, and to go out and perform straight away. And I think that probably showed at the start of the match, but they got into it, and I think. I think they made a really good, you know, fist of it in the second set. That yeah. doubles, once you start holding serve and once you start, I remember like a match can get away from you quick and double, but once you get your teeth into it, no matter, and like, and you, you start holding serve, then it's like the game within the game because it's done, because doubles is so clinical, it's only kind of the first two shots, it's kind of, you have to execute two or three shots and you, and you win the point. Once you get your teeth into a match, you kind of become, you kind of start to see what patterns do and don't work. But you need a couple of games under your belt, like a couple of service holes to, yeah. to start for those patterns to become clearer and clearer and to see what works. And I think once they started, once they got the first two service holes under their belt in the second, it was two all. I think that like you started to see them really settle into it and really kind of start to see the path on serve about, okay, how we're going to serve, how we're going to get out of these service games. I think it was particularly obvious in on the on the juice side, they had to vary, vary up the service spots to to Erler because he didn't particularly have a one one side on his forehand or backhand. He didn't necessarily return better or worse. It was kind of 50-50. Yeah. Um, and I think they mixed it up well to him, whereas clearly serving to the ad side, Needler's backhand return was giving them much more opportunities. And but anytime they served into the forehand, they were kind of getting smoked. So it took them a little while to to kind of see that. But once they did, they peppered Needler's backhand. Granted, they might have instead of just always going to his backhand with a flat one, they might've kicked it in a few times. They'd, yeah. they'd, they'd serve and switch. They started giving him different looks on, even though Miedler probably knew after a while it was coming into his backhand, but that really stood to them. Um, look, I mean, and then on return games, they weren't far. I think, I think they were doing yeah. the right thing, especially Dave kind of chipping, yeah. trying to yeah, yeah. trying to chip the first serve return head over the net player's mm-hmm. head because they weren't getting a huge amount of change on hitting over the first serve on the juice side. Yeah. Um, and I think Connor returned better and better as the match went on. So it was, they definitely made a great fight of it. And it's a shame that they couldn't pinch that second set because if they did, I mean, who knows? Like it's yeah. so difficult to break serve at that level in doubles. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they were able to nick that breaker, um, 
who knows what mm-hmm. would have happened. But again, I just think it's tough for for Dave and Connor probably not playing to get like you know they they haven't played a whole lot of matches together, and then you get into those three all four all points in the breaker, and you're playing against a team who are you know playing two three matches every week together. Um, yeah. they're naturally they're going to have an edge in those yeah. pressure moments yeah. because they're their pa- the patterns they know work well for them are you know are probably a bit more obvious than those that are that, that work well for Dave and and, and Connor and they, you know yeah. the, the the Austrian guys will just had so many more reps of pressure moments so yeah no, it was exactly. tough for them yeah. tall order but again yeah. made a really good fist of it and got the crowd into it so it was, it yeah. was cool to watch yeah yeah no big time and and I think just before Sammy come on and, and touch I know you were uh, as you said commentating a little bit for for all the matches which was was I'm sure really good just before I come on and just get a little bit of, of how you found that. I guess just just to mention that uh, the fourth match, obviously the tie then was was, was finished. It, it was over, you know, it was three uh, 0 to, to Austria. They played that fourth match. Uh, Michael Agby back out against Miedler from uh, who was just out of the doubles. Um, I think again you probably say similar things in that Michael was super high level. Um, you know, got that second set under his belt, playing really well up in the tie break, and again big points. He kind of got a little bit tied, and I know by the end I think he was he looked kind of a little bit upset by the end of that match and struggling with the, the moment, I, I guess you'd say. But again, the level of tennis so so good, kind of what we were saying earlier, and, and just sort of a tough way for him to finish the match. But um, hopefully he'll be able to you know again take a lot from that. Yeah, I think so. Again, he played some 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 brilliant tennis. Um, and yeah, I remember bumping into a couple of people after the match, and they mentioned, oh, you know, he got tied at the end. I think. Everyone, every tennis yeah. player in the history of the game gets a little tight yeah. when they're trying to close out when they're trying to close out a big match. Granted, it was a dead rubber, but it would have been his first win for yeah. Yeah. for Ireland in front of a big crowd. It would have, you know, it still would have counted for a lot, like yeah. on a personal yeah. level, I'd imagine for him. And I know from the team's point of view, they would have loved to, you know, to to for it to have been three one instead of four yeah. nil. But yeah. but I I think it's kind of what you do with it when you get tight and how you react yeah. and how you try and play and. And, and accepting a little, a little bit and accepting that the nerves are a bit higher and then not necessarily playing the exact same tennis as you would when you're a bit looser. I think that's yeah. that's what you see a lot of the kind of top guys and hear from them. They don't try and be a hero when when the when the when the stakes are a bit higher or when the nerves are a bit uh you know a bit a bit more exaggerated than they had been, you know, for the for the for the for the match leading up to it. But yeah, yeah I mean I think I think I think again he did well, just lacked a bit of experience. Both during the match, kind of like again, it's hard because he's not used to playing with such a big crowd. But I felt felt like sometimes, sometimes it felt like he was kind of playing to the crowd. He was getting you know great support and yeah. and and just little things. I think if if you know in another couple of years' time, if he gets the right information as to as to you know kind of ha- like mentally maybe to stay a bit more stable in matches and stuff, and if his game yeah. keeps developing, I think in you know in in six or eight months' time. Not even in a couple of years, like sooner than that, he can win that match three yeah, and three. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, but it just yeah. maybe, maybe kind of playing to the crowd a little bit at the start, which is only normal. He's twenty one playing in front of a lot of people. Um, you know, those little things at the start um, probably didn't get the best out of his tennis, even though he was playing great points and hitting great shots. I think from a from a match play point point of view, yeah, could have probably tightened up a little bit there. And then in the breaker, he plays an amazing breaker to go eight three, Meadler. Kind of like a wise old bird, he was, you know, he was still a good singles player. Yeah, two hundred in the world, he focused on the doubles. Yeah. No, he just, he just, he just chipped the ball deep and played high or kind of heavy forehands up the line to Michael's backhand, and yeah. Yeah. And, and said, okay, you know, beat me if you can, and 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 uh, again, just a bit of experience there from 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 Michael probably would have got him over the line, especially on those 
some of those. He kind of had chances. He was trying to play really big on the 8-3 yeah. and the 8-4 point. I can't remember exactly, yeah. but you know, they're still big points, even though there's there's a yeah. there's a bit of space in the scoreline yeah, yeah. coming to the finish line. So yeah, but no, again, like it was there for everyone to see how good he can play, um, how athletic he is. But I think the next step for him, there's there's a big step to be made from having all the skills and play being a great tennis player to being someone who wins matches. You know, I think yeah. Yeah. Um, um and I think that's the next step for him. He's got he's got like huge artillery, can play can play really big, aggressive tennis. He looks fit, he's quick, like all the fruits are there, but it's just about yeah. translating that into, you know, wins. That's yeah. at a higher level. I've yeah, yeah, yeah. at the futures level, he's gonna he's gonna win an awful lot more than he's gonna lose. But when he plays against guys that are able to kind of accept his his ball striking and put returns in the court and stuff, he's gonna have to find different ways to win than just than just you know the kind of the way he played in the pressure yeah. moments. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, positive yeah. signs for him. Big time, big time. And, and just a final point, Sam. Um, I really appreciate the time, conscious of of, of time. But just uh, I, I know you were got to commentate for for the matches on Premier Sports, which I mean, well, I guess first point really cool that it was on that channel for for like Irish TV. That's really really good. Um, how how did you find the the experience commentating on those matches? Yeah, it was kind of it was a bit new and a bit different for me. Like yeah. I've never done it before. Um, yeah. So a little kind of a little bit. I was I'm not gonna say nervous at the start, but I was just conscious that. You know, I'd, I'd kind of never done it before. And, and again, I haven't seen, like, I'm, I still follow tennis. I still have some some friends on tour, so I follow their results. But I'm not watching, like, really high-level tennis on a weekly basis like I like I used to. So I was a little bit nervous that my, you know, that, 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 that what I haven't been using in terms of tennis intellect or whatever yeah, I would yeah. have had in the past, you know, is that, is that, is that gone now? Um, I'm like, am I going to be able to see the game, like, Am I going to be able to see what's actually happening? So I was a little bit nervous about that, but yeah. thankfully, I like it did kind of come back to me a little bit, and I was able to kind yeah, of, yeah. I was able to give a few insights here and there. Um, yeah, yeah. Not as look, not not nearly as much as as you know other people would have done, but uh, but I think the the other the guy, Mark Roden, who was the who was the lead commentator, kind of makes it really easy at the start. Yeah, yeah. basically. Kind of puts you on a you know puts you on a cloud almost and and shepherds you through the first hour just by 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 him he kind of introduced the show and and did all that kind of stuff and then just asked you for a little bit of an insight here and there and kind of led the whole thing but um but yeah an enjoyable experience and uh and uh hopefully i'll get to do it again sometime and hopefully I'll, yeah. i haven't listened to myself back i haven't watched it back <laughs> because i'd probably just be more quiet but um <laughs> but yeah really enjoyable and and uh and hopefully i get to do it again Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Obviously, I, I didn't get to to watch any of it either. Obviously, I've been there myself. Um. I, as you say, hopefully, hopefully, firstly, more chances like that to have tennis on TV in Ireland. Again, if, yeah. if you can get involved, um, you know that, that's kind of that's brilliant as well. But I mean, maybe as first and foremost, let's get tennis on on TV as much as possible. Like it makes such a difference. Yeah, hundred percent. I think tennis Ireland need a huge amount of credit for for firstly yeah. having the kind of. Uh, being able to think outside the box and bring in tennis outside of Dublin and bringing it to yeah, UL, yeah. I think was a great call and was more than justified. I think it was brilliant. And then with the way the whole event was run and and the fact that it was on, it looked so good on TV as well. Yeah. And the fact that they had, you know, they, they got it on a great channel with, you know, I think that the whole thing was just was just brilliant. And and uh, hopefully it'll be a catalyst for more of these events being being on in Ireland and tennis just growing as a sport. And I know there's kind of new senior management there within tennis yeah. ireland that are taking yeah. the reins and trying to drive it forward and uh so far from what i could see i mean that's 
bringing Davis Cup and, and making it what it was last weekend it was uh was you know a a a, a pretty brilliant um kind of first yeah. first step so uh, absolutely so, yeah, hopefully yeah. For, hopefully for both tennis in Ireland and tennis fans and the and the Davis Cup team that it's the start of kind of you know a a bright future. Absolutely. Uh, Sam, look, I really appreciate the time for all those thoughts, insights on the on the weekend and, and the experience commentating. Absolutely fascinating stuff. So appreciate the time. I'll, I'll let you go. I know we're looking forward to next Davis Cup already. Once again, a big thanks to Sam Barry for his time, for coming on for a chat in this episode. Uh, just before we finish up this episode, um, a little bit of news from the last couple of days is that the draw has been done for World Group 2. Uh, ties for that take place in September. And Ireland has drawn an away tie against Tunisia. So as uh, myself and Sam would have mentioned during the chat there, huge amount of positives to take from this weekend against Austria. Um, a lot for, for Tennis Ireland to, to keep building on. Uh, but we will have to wait until, I guess, at least next year to, to hopefully get another home tie um, and, and keep this kind of momentum going uh, in within kind of Irish tennis of, of these home ties. So um, that is just a little bit of news. Um, other than that, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Sam and uh, hearing some chat from some of the players. Uh, if you were down in Limerick over the weekend, I hope you had a, a, a really good weekend as well. And if you're watching on TV, um, I'm, I've heard that the coverage was really good, as, as was Sam's commentary. So I'm sure that uh, you enjoyed that. And great to see tennis on TV in Ireland. Hopefully that's something we can see more of again soon. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. If you did enjoy it, please do share it around uh, with anyone who, who was checking out the Davis Cup or anyone that you think might enjoy uh, a listen to us. Uh, until next time, I've been Adam and goodbye.